What's up, fam? Welcome back to the We Are Just Dating page. My name is Tim. This is my beautiful wife, Pauline, and you are tuned in to another episode of the W Podcast, where you can get wisdom in a word with the wheelers. Hey. hey, hey, hey. So we are really excited. We got a great topic this week. We love when y'all send us questions. You know that you can send it to us, whether it's in our About page on our YouTube, or you can DM it to us in our link in our bio on Instagram. You should be following us, by the way, at We Are Just Dating. Yes, go follow. But if you're new here, our hearts are really about helping people learn how to date in a godly way that's still fun, that's still engaging, but one that is honoring God to the best of our ability. So if you're watching this, you're gonna get that type of information and you're gonna have a good time doing it. So we have a great question today. The question they asked, they were like, look, is it okay to date someone who got debt? What does that look like? Yada, yada. So we're gonna get all into money, finances. What does that look like in dating? Fun stuff. Can you share bank accounts? We're we, we gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. All right. But first, y'all know we like to do our would you rather question. So I'm gonna start. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Would you rather never have to clean a bathroom again, or would you never have to would you never have to do the dishes again? Bathroom. Easy. Why? I hate cleaning the bathroom. So much so that I don't do it. That's it. <laughs> I hate cleaning the bathroom. It's so dirty. Even though I'm pretty sure if you... I think I've like, read somewhere that like your kitchen counter is like dirtier than the toilet seat or something like that. That's fair. Because more... You are going to say the kitchen is the heart of the house. Everybody goes to the kitchen. And you put your groceries there, your food, everything. It's just... bathroom is a little bit more limited. Traffic. That's much stuff going in and out of there, but I would do the dishes all day long, and um, I can just pop those suckers in the dishwasher. <laughs> so I am gonna go with bathroom as well. No one, who likes doing the bathroom? If you're a weird person, I mean, if you're a, a blessed, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> if you're a blessed person blessed and you like, and you like to clean the bathroom please let us know in the comments because we'll pay you please come over here and clean this bathroom because we don't like who likes i don't mind doing dishes uh yeah i have no problem with that i actually enjoy vacuuming i don't know if anybody out here likes vacuuming i actually like doing that. Likes to vacuum. yeah but cleaning the bathroom you gotta get in the toilet it's just maybe it's because it's a confined space it's like a small space you get you're trying to like get your big Unless body you up big in there bathroom. You, some of y'all balling praise god uh, so yeah, we're going bathroom. Let us know in the comments, what would you choose? Are you going bathroom, never have to clean again, or dishes, never have to clean again? Some of y'all only use paper plates. So you don't even gotta worry about this question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right, so we got a fun question this week. I want you to just jump right in. Okay, so we actually have some pretty short questions this week, uh, or the past couple weeks, but that's okay. Question is, should women Plural, date a man with a lot of debt and and a man that doesn't know how to budget. Mm. So for full disclaimer, we are going to answer this question from both perspectives. It's not just from the man's perspective. So fellas, ladies, both of y'all, make sure y'all paying attention. But really good question because yeah. we in 2021, y'all. Most people got debt, unfortunately. Let me not say most, but a lot yeah. of people have did that. And then usually when people get out of school, if you got student loans, if you got school, you probably bought a car that you got payments on. Some people at our age, not a lot of people, but some people do have homes. 
Um, people have credit card debt. That's one thing they usually rack up right after school or even in school. Racks on racks on racks. Know that song? That's, of course I do. Okay, okay. Y'all know we gotta get one song in. We gotta yes. get one song. Praise God. All right. It's, not, it's probably not a godly song. No, probably. It's only no, I'm saying the songs that we usually. Uh, <laughs> songs. They're usually BC. Anyway, uh, let's get back focused. So I think the bigger issue with this question is the second part. Low key, don't know how to budget. Not necessarily the it's debt. Easier to start a budget than it is to get out of debt. It is, but see, we can't get out of debt without a budget. We're we gonna get into it. So here's the first thing. I want to say it's critical in dating that you learn the person's heart behind money, how they spend it, how they save it, what they feel about it, what they think about it when they get some money. It's important that you know that because just because someone's in a place right now where they're in debt doesn't mean five, yeah, 10 years from now they will be in debt. So once they're out of debt, now what? Do they want to invest or they just want to go to the Louis store and get bags? Like. What what? Yeah, both is cool, but if it's either or, which right. one are they doing? I need to know. Yeah. So it, it's really important. And here's the thing. I know some of y'all are like, we're godly people. Money doesn't matter. That just ain't true. It's not. It's just not true. God the cares about the thing is, most relationships in America, the number one cause for divorce is money fights, actually. <laughs> so money clearly plays a role and plays a factor and then here's the thing, relationships are a lot easier when you have some money. I'm not saying that people that have money have better relationships. I'm just saying relationships are a little easier when you have money. Here's the thing, we gotta figure out where we're gonna go on a date. When we got money, we can go anywhere. When we don't got money, now I got, creative. at least, yeah, I gotta get creative. How can I make her feel like we, she's special when we at McDonald's every night? I don't. We gotta figure it out. Um, St. Kanye West said it best. Having money's not everything, not having it is. Mm. Yeah. So, and there's a Bible verse about money and how it's, uh, money can fix all things, something like that. I'm not remembering it correctly off the top of my head. That part is right, but there's more context to it. But all that being said, money is talked about in the Bible. It's actually apparently talked about the most out of any topic is in the Bible. Right? So money is important it's also important because the bible says you know where your treasure is there your heart will be also and some people argue that you know tr the treasure that's being referenced is your time and i obviously i think it applies for both if we're being honest because your time obviously is the most valuable asset you have you'll never get it back you can always make more money you can't make more time but I also do think that it applies to money as well. If you go to people's checkbooks, or people don't really have checkbooks anymore, their bank statements, and you see where they spend their money, you can see what's important to them. So if you spend a lot of money on fast food, I can probably tell on your, well, you can probably tell on my waistline, <laughs> and you can probably tell in my bank statements. Um, and that's also why, you know, tithing is so important as well, because it ties our heart to the Lord, and it allows us to trust God with, our finances and if we aren't tithing you know that's how that kind of shows that we don't trust god um with with what he's given us yeah so mm -hmm. so what does this have to do with dating that's what you're wondering right let's go first a little context behind our story so when we started dating i was still in college aka i was broke i didn't have a lot of money i was not in college and i was aka broke as well <laughs> yeah she was working at the mall we won't share the, share the store just because no shade but she's working at the mall 
and third source. <laughs> and so the the income, the money, it wasn't. There was no. It wasn't popping was like that. We we went on dates. We had money for that, but it, it wasn't like. We weren't out here flexing on the ground. Let's just say that. We're not flexing anywhere. So, let me ask you, what made you, as a woman, because the question said, should you date a man? What made you want to date me, someone who didn't have, I was going to come out with debt and also didn't have a lot of money at the time? Well, number one, I wasn't that far away from where you were. Mm -hmm. And when I'm... Um, my mentors had to, you know, at the time had to humble me and, and tell me that. But that's besides even the fact financially, you know, I wasn't really concerned because I had a lot of debt. So I cannot hold you to a standard that I myself do not, you know, mm. you know run with. And I Pause. Think you got to say that again. You, we got to hear that again because there's a lot of people who have double standards. Yeah. You, not even just with money in general. You want something for your partner so you that yourself. you don't have yourself. Yeah, you can't. And you actually like always made a not always made a joke of it when we were dating about you know like body types and stuff. And it's like, I think I like gained a lot of weight at some point. And I was like, oh, does it bother you? And you were like, no, because I don't have a six pack. <laughs> you know, right. like true. Um, so yeah, you cannot expect your to date somebody who doesn't have debt if you have debt yourself and just like. You know, Tim said earlier in this video, unfortunately, if you live in the U.S. in this day and age, it's extremely common for people, for college graduates to have debt. And sometimes people don't even finish college and they still have debt, um, college debt. And then there's credit cards and there's car notes and the list goes on and on about the type of debt that you can have. Um, so, yeah, if you don't have, if you have debt yourself, I, you already should just be gracious in that, you know? Like, understand that it's hard. I think that you know, we can get into as well, like the amount of debt. We can talk about that because I had probably like four times the amount of debt you had. Yeah, well, so uh, I'll say this. I think one of the reasons why, even though you did have your own debt, I feel like one of the reasons you were still okay with dating me knowing I had debt was because you knew at the time I was trying to do everything I could to learn how to get out of debt yeah. and to learn how to manage my money correctly. Yeah, and I should have said that, sorry. but No, it's cool because I think... That's really the the whole key of this whole video really is about the heart of the person. What is their heart towards money? And if you can learn that and if it's on the same page as you, then you should feel pretty comfortable about moving forward, at least when it comes to yeah. how y'all view money. Because if we're being honest, the amount of debt, like, of course, it impacts your lifestyle decisions if you guys do get married. But it doesn't really matter because as long as debt is debt, you're either going to get rid of it or you're not. And um, of course, the amount may determine when you get out of debt. But if you guys both have, you know, a heart to be out of debt, then you'll get there. Like yeah. if you guys just make that decision, it may be in five years, maybe in ten years, depending on who you are and what your situations are are that you're in. But um, you know, you'll get there because what you don't want to do is you're somebody who doesn't believe in debt and you have some and then you pay it off and then you marry somebody who doesn't have debt on the day you get married, but maybe they don't have the same mind towards debt as you do. So they go out and they buy a car, right. they buy another car, and then they use their credit cards and then you know they wanna buy a vacation home. And all. You can always acquire more debt, whether you have from some from school or you don't. School debt, I think, takes over people's mindsets because it's such a significant amount and the interest is usually pretty significant on it as well. Um, but yeah, if you have the same mindset set towards it, I think we kind of agreed when we were dating, like, okay, this is something 
something that we're gonna tackle together when we do get married, if we get married, which we did. But right, and I'll say this: I think that it's really this is why we're getting back to the heart of it because, like Pauline just said in her example. You could be one place when y'all are dating, yeah. but what's going to happen five, ten years from now? That's the thing about dating. You got to somewhat project out, right. like, okay, is this is this going to work long term? And right. that's what you're thinking about when you're thinking about marrying somebody long term. Do we mesh together? Uh, so, and what I want to clarify when I say I was willing to learn about money, I was trying to learn about money. I was taking courses about budgeting, getting out of debt. I was using resources and tools to help me actually budget. So there's plenty of methods and ways to learn about money. What are they actively doing? Right. Um, if the person is just sitting around and they have no desire to get out of debt, please avoid them because it's going to only lead to more debt, which the Bible says the borrower is slave to the lender. And if you marry them, you also will become a slave. <laughs> You don't want that. Yeah. You want to live in freedom because God died for our freedom, right? So we want to be able to live in... And this is no shade on anybody that has debt. We're still trying to get out of debt. We're yeah. still in that journey. But we have a desire to get out. We're, and we're making sacrifices and decisions in order to meet that goal. Yeah. Don't date someone who does not have the same financial desires and goals that right. you do. That's really what the main thing is. And if they're, So their goal should be, I want to be out of debt. I want to leave an inheritance for my children's children. I want to be crazy generous you know whatever that that's gonna look different for every single person live below my means that's a huge thing and you can't live below your means if you don't budget so that's the second part of that question is so interesting about you know somebody who doesn't budget and again yeah, it, it all go. it all does come down to the why because if somebody doesn't budget if someone doesn't budget and they don't um and they're and they're in debt both of those situations like as a woman you do need to know the why behind it just like tim said so if you if someone if you're out to dinner and the guy tells you hey you know yeah because you know i got all these student loans you're like oh okay you know how did you end up with those loans let him tell you the story and it may be a, a story you know i really similar to me and tim's story i really didn't know anything about financial literacy before i i got to college if I could do it over again, I wouldn't take out the loans or I would go to a cheaper school. If you guys ever hear me talk about it, that's what I would say. As much as I love the school that I went to, I would have made a different decision given the opportunity. Um, so they're saying something along those lines, like I made a mistake, kind of acknowledging they're wrong. But if they're saying, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how much debt I'm in. I don't even know how I got here. Like, just no, like, kind of no, no grasp, grasp, excuse me, or control over the situation, no knowledge. Um, they don't know how much debt they're in. If they're like, oh, yeah, I'm in debt because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do to go to school. How else was I going to go to school if it wasn't for debt? Um, if they just bought a car on a car note yesterday, that should tell you right there kind of where they are with debt. That's the other thing I would look out for, too, is like, are they currently making decisions that put them further and further into the hole. Like, if it's one thing to say I made this, uh, a mistake last year or four years ago or 10 years ago, but it's another thing to say, yeah, I know I shouldn't get in a car, no, but I really, how else am I supposed to get a car? You buy one for cash. Right. <laughs> That's you get one, or you don't have one. You know, there's ways to, um, gauge how serious people are about their debt journey because i'll tell you guys without trying to get into too much detail about different couples that we know it breaks marriages down when you are not on the same page financially people literally live financially divorced 
separate accounts, separate credit cards, separate everything because they don't trust each other financially. And if you don't trust your spouse or your partner as you guys are building a life together it's gonna wreak havoc in your home and your kids are gonna grow up to see oh my mom doesn't trust my dad with money or my dad doesn't trust my mom with money and this is how you grow up with unhealthy culture especially honestly within black women i'm gonna keep an account on the side just in case he decides to lose his mind instead of you guys working together let's sit down why do you have you know a, a spending problem let's because uh, honestly just like the bible says you know our, where your treasure lies where your heart lies there your treasure is too the verse i mentioned earlier so a lot of us the funny thing about money and budgeting is if you have a hard time budgeting and um honestly controlling yourself it is a self-control issue but a lot of times it's heart issues being revealed some people spend a lot of money in, in one area of their life because they felt they feel like now that I'm a grown-up I'm trying to make up for a deficit that I had as a child um, you know my mom never let me wear designer shoes or never let me eat fast foods so I'm gonna eat it every single day because I can and this is like kind of my way of of proving to whoever that I'm somebody um, a lot of people buy cars they can't afford because they are trying to prove to again whoever out there that they're, they're someone so a lot of times when we live beyond our means it's a heart problem it's an insecurity problem and I can promise you it'll show up not only in your finances as a as a married um, couple but it's going to show up and you know emotionally and spiritually and in your relationships as well so if someone has a problem with budgeting and kind of living below their means it's just a root of a bigger issue so mm. don't ignore that and if you're that person who's struggling with budgeting you know you, you should definitely tackle that before you get married and even if you never get married tackle that it'll make your life so much better yeah now can i ask you a question yes do you think it's wrong if someone is debt free to not want to date someone who has debt is it wrong? Because someone may be asking themselves, like, Absolutely. I don't want to do that. Like, is I it morally wrong? I back where I came from. Right. Yeah, I worked. So, and I think that, you know, depending on your age, that's a very, you know, relevant question. Because if you're, you know, upper 20s, early 30s, later 30s, however old you are, and you have worked to get out of your debt, and you should be so proud of yourself, by the way. <laughs> that's a huge accomplishment. Um, I definitely would be weary of, of that. Um and I understand your hesitation. Well, I feel like you're honestly better equipped to answer this because I had so much more debt than you. Like, yeah, you were not debt-free when we got together, but, like, weren't you looking at that number like, oh, my gosh, this is going to set me back so much more? <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny because you care. You think about it more than I do. Mm -hmm. I honestly, like, it never bothered me. It never was a factor for me. One, because I had debt. I had a good amount of debt, too. You just have a, more. And two, I was confident that God was going to get us out. Three, I was also confident that you were the person I wanted to be with. So you were worth however much the debt was. That's good. So here's the thing. No, you're not wrong if you don't want to date somebody who has debt and you're debt-free. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Not on the same level, but it's the same. It's similar to someone who doesn't have kids. They don't want to date someone who does have kids. It's a preference. That's not wrong. Yeah, it's not. And I think that if you, to your point, if you meet somebody and you like them enough and the only thing wrong with them is that they have a mountain of debt, I think you'll get over it. Um, 
because it's something that can change. And I think that's something that I wrote down. Like you never want to make a relationship qualifier or a, um, what's it called? Non-negotiable off of a situation that is supposed to be temporary. So you're, and I say it's supposed to be because some people get out of debt and then they get back in and they get back out and they get back in and they don't stay out of debt. And that's a red flag. But, um, yeah, just like you wouldn't, you know, you, you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't, you know, say, oh, I'm not going to date this person because they work at this specific place or I'm not going to date somebody because, um, or I am going to marry somebody because they look a certain way because mm -hmm. the Bible tells us that beauty is fleeting. And of course you should marry somebody who's attractive to you, but you shouldn't say, I'm going to marry somebody because their hair is blonde. Well, what if they dye their hair black the day after your wedding? Are you going to divorce them? Hair color can be a temporary situation, so you don't make a decision, you know, an eternal, I mean, that's not an eternal, I'm sorry, a lifelong decision about marriage based off of something that is so, you know, short term. So I'd say the same thing for debt as well, to Tim's point, that person may be in debt, you know, today, but five years from now, they could be, you know, out of debt, making really good money, and then you're going to be like, wow, I can't believe I'm making a decision off of that. Um... Yeah. That's so that's so temporary. So their heart and their attitude is what matters. Um and if if anything, that should attract you to that person. If they say, you know, I know I have a lot of debt, I'm gonna pay it off. You can show you how determined, how focused they are, to Tim's point, their faith. They're saying, I know that God's gonna get me out of this situation, he's gonna, you know, provide that should show you right there, you know, that there's somebody who is a hard worker and that is partnering with God to do something great. Yeah, that's good. Did you get to say all your points? Because I want to do something to end this video to help people. Um, I did want to share with the ladies, you know, if you, you can share your boundaries and your expectations with somebody and see how they respond. So that goes back to the whole conversation about finding out why they don't budget and why they're in debt. If they, if they say, yeah, I'm in debt, you know, it's just, I went to medical school. Of course, everybody who I go to school with has debt. Yeah, okay, fine. But what are you going to do about it? And if their response is nothing, or I'm just going to wait 10 years and then it's going to disappear, um, you could say, okay, well, I want to be out of debt, you know, in five years. I want to be debt free with my spouse. You know, I want us to be able to buy our first house in cash. I want to be able to do this for our kids and do that or whatever. Share with them what your vision is and what your expectations are and see how they respond. They may say something like, wow, I've never heard of anyone say that before. Where did you learn that? Can I can I learn more? That sounds really exciting. I want to be a part of that. Or if they say, you're dreaming, good luck. You know that's going to be someone who you're not really lined up with. Yeah, that's good. So to end this video, I wanted to do this because I think it's really going to help a lot of you. So make sure you watch all the way through. But I don't know if you remember Anthony O'Neill, who's a financial expert, guru, whatever you want to call him. He came out with a list of 10 basic money questions to ask while you're dating. Mm. So I want to share this with you guys because whether you're dating right now or you're dating in the future, this could be great questions to help get your mind going. You may have more questions to ask, but this could be a great starting point for you to make sure you're on the same page. Well, actually saying that, you need to make sure you answer these questions for yourself. Yeah. Where do you stand so with these 10 questions? And then you'll be able to line it up with the person you're dating or your future boyfriend, girlfriend, and know, okay, yeah, we're on the same page when it comes to money. So I'm going to jump in. Yeah. The first one is, what do you do for work slash career? It's pretty simple. Uh, the second thing is this, how do you manage your money 
or your budget. Again, going back to, we need to learn what are you actually doing with your money? It's not just, I see you spend here, I see you do this, but like, how do you actually manage it? Do you do a budget every month? You don't have to see it or look at it. But right, just but just do you do it? Yeah. Uh, number three, would you rather spend money on experiences or things? That's huge. This is, again, this list is all about learning. There's no judgment in this list. It's or just no learning answer, yeah. what would they rather buy. Because some people, they're never going to buy a thousand plus dollar Gucci bag. Right. But they will drop 5K on in a heartbeat going on a trip. Yeah, absolutely. So... Both are not good if you're in debt. <laughs> so we want to make sure that we're But even we're if you're clear. not in debt, like as a married couple, that you guys will spend your money together. Right. And if somebody wants a purse, but somebody wants to go on a vacation, and you guys don't understand what's important to one another, there's going to be a lot of arguments. Great point. Or you just may not be in a season where you need to be spending that money on those type of things. You need to put that 5K into your home, whatever. So, yes, great point. Uh, number four, what's your opinion on debt? Do they care about debt? Do they not care? We, we pretty much some people believe it's like a wealth building tool. <laughs> um, some people do believe that they think you know you can't build a business without debt, you can't go to school without debt, you can't pay cash for a house. You know, it's just yeah. Number five, are you a spender or a saver? In most relationships, Why? one or the other is going to be the case. Which one are you? I'm a saver, right? A saver. Right. <laughs> what are you? I was going to say I think I'm a spender, but I do value, you know, the, I'm a woman, so I value security, so I very much do value having a sick. The sad thing is, is, I think we both might, we both, yeah, we both rear towards spending, but Actually, we do. we just said each, someone's one or the other. But we do respect saving at the same time. <laughs> All right, let's go. Number six, what do you want your financial life to look like in the future? Again, we're thinking long term. We're thinking about marriage. Marriage is a lifetime, God willing. So you want to make sure that you guys have the same views on your future and money. Number seven, did your family talk about money growing up? I need to know where you came from. What did you learn about yeah, that's money? That's true. That's that's a good one. Well, because we talked about this. I was out with some friends yesterday and we were talking about how much family of origin plays into who you are. And I made up a number and I said it's like 97% of who you are. Because when you see how your parents, if you, well, whether you grew up with one parent in the home, two parents, grandparents, whatever your situation was, how they dealt with money has a great impact on you. And if you grew up seeing your parents sit down, having budget meetings, and, you know, saying, oh, let's see, you want this, let's see if it's in the budget, then you're going to be used to that and think that that's normal. But if you grew up in a home where you don't see your parents talk about money, the second your spouse or your fiance, when you guys are planning your wedding, sits down and say, hey, let's go over the budget, you're going to freak out. You're like, that's when people get real tight-fisted. You're going to talk about money. That's personal. <laughs> that's my business. It's our business now. So if you're not used to seeing that, then it's strange to you. Yeah. Number eight, do you invest? This is a good question because this goes back to, are you guys on the same page? Because some people invest while they're in debt. Yeah. Some people don't invest while they're in debt. What if you guys get married, you both have debt. Now you need to know, okay, what is going to be our game plan? So these are all great conversation starters. 
you guys don't necessarily have to start out in the same place, but you need to make sure that if you do get married, y'all end on the same place. Before y'all walk down that aisle, y'all know, hey, this is how we both view money and this is how we're going to move forward in our union. And it's good to know how flexible somebody is on, you know, any of these items. Because if they're like, hey, I will invest forever. Some people want to say, yeah, I'll invest in some seasons and some seasons I won't. It's good to know what your their hard and fast rules are and for you to share where yours are too. Yeah. Number nine, if God gave you $100,000 today, what would you do to it? Do you or do with it? it? Excuse okay. me. Yeah. Some people might do something. <laughs> anyway, what would you do with a hundred thousand dollars? What would you What would you do with a hundred thousand dollars right now? Pay off my debt. Really? Yeah. You're not going to the mall. You're not getting a new no. car. No. Oh, I crazy. hate my debt so much. Yes. Debt. I just gotta give it away. What would you do with that? The responsible thing is yes, absolutely would pay off the debt. You can buy some sneakers. No, I ain't buying up. I need the red Octobers though. Kanye, I know you don't even you don't even we don't even work with Nike no more. But somebody, y'all should just gift me the red so, Octobers. How many pairs do there are? I don't know, not a lot. But anyway, moving on. Number ten, do and the last one. Number ten, do you believe in tithing? This may be the biggest one. No, no, no. no. The question should be, do you tithe? <laughs> not do you believe in it? Because a lot of people believe in it and they don't do it. But guess what? If you don't do it and you believe in it, you don't do it. Hey, this ain't my list. This is Anthony O'Neill's list. Do you believe in showering? Yeah, <laughs> I only do it once a week. You don't believe in it. No. Hey, do you believe in tithing? Do you tithe? Do yes, you tithe? I agree. On this page, we're going to say, do you tithe? And it's not a, oh, yeah, I do 2%. No, tithe is 10%. Yeah, for do us? Do you 10% or do not? It's a yes or no question. I'll say this. For me my house tim wheeler if i was on a date with somebody and i happened to ask this question i've never asked this question on a date but if I, I think we we it came up though yeah we, we just said yeah it. but if i did ask and it was a no for me and it's no judgment on the person i'm out i gotta you go. wouldn't even ask a follow-up question as to why I guess it shows that you're a very baby Christian. Yes, you're not I, I was not looking for no baby Christians. No disrespect to people who are baby Christians. I started out as a baby Christian. Yeah, Everyone are, does, yeah. so it's no shade. But as a Christian, and just as a man, I should always be looking to grow and evolve. So when we started dating, I was past that point. Tithing wasn't an option for me. It was something I believed that you should do. As yeah, a I think you. It's, it's a conviction of a mature believer. Yes. Now, please hear us. If you don't tithe right now, whatever, we're not judging you. It's no, all love. Start right now. It's all love. But for for me, that just that wasn't gonna rock. So number ten, do you believe in tithing? What do you guys think about this list of ten questions? Do you think there's something else you should add into it? Do you agree? I think it's a solid, solid, solid start. And I think that you should also explore other questions that you have because there's things that are important Personally, to you about yeah. money that's not important to me or won't be important to other people. So you want to make sure you get your questions answered. But this will be a great place to start. This was good. Yes. This was really good. If you're not already, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button for your boy. Like this video, comment. That lets YouTube know that people actually find this content valuable. If you find this valuable, do us a favor, not for our sake, but for the sake of godly relationship information, getting out to other people, share it with somebody that you know. If you liked the video, if you didn't like it, you don't, please don't, don't right. share. But if you liked it, share the video. Someone else may like it. And we would love to be able to help anyone that wants this type of content. This has been another episode of the W Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye.